Welcome to Allison's Wonderland. I'm your host, Allison Packard. Join us as we journey through the looking glass and down the rabbit hole into the wild and wonderful world of animation and video games. Hey, do a girl a favor and please subscribe to this podcast and go on iTunes and leave us a good review. If you like the show, please help spread the word. It really helps us to get heard by more people. Thanks so much. She's the woman of a thousand voices. Anna Brisbane, a.k.a. Brizzy Voices, has garnered over two million followers on her YouTube channel. And she's also heard in the newly released video game Bayonetta 3. We are so excited to welcome Anna to the show today. Welcome to Allison's Wonderland. It's so good to see you. It's so good to see you. I am going to tell you something that's going to blow your mind. What? It has been... Two years since you were on the show last. Whoa. I know, Those right? years didn't count. I don't understand. <laughs> right. Two pandemic years, which is like yeah. two months in real world time. Yeah. Everything five years ago feels like it was three years ago. Yeah. It's amazing, right? Yeah. Now, how how have your past two years been? Like, I mean, <laughs> that's so much going on. Yeah. Really yeah. good. I've been... Focusing less on YouTube, focusing more on Twitch and voiceover things. A lot of video games on all fronts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you're playing a lot of games too. Yeah, yeah, playing That's so fun. many games. That's fun. I want to come over and play video games. With okay. You. Nobody plays video games with me. Do you like video games? Do you love I games do. You like? I I I do, and I just am not in the habit of playing anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It depends on the game, though. I definitely tend to. What kind of games? Oh, fun ones. (laughs) Okay, okay. Colorful, fun, you know, that kind of thing. (laughs) Cozy kind? Oh, cozy, yeah. Yeah, Cute cute for sure. Cozy for sure. But, you know, I kind of want to just see, try everything because I watch a lot of gameplay on YouTube and I'm like, oh, that looks fun. I want to actually be pushing the buttons. Yeah. But also hanging out at the same time because then it's like a social activity. I was mostly just like Nintendo and... Cozy games and some PC games, more like multiplayer stuff. And past couple of years, I've tried to really zone in on the like big story games with like yeah. all the mocap and the cool. They're like triple A huge story games with just such cool gameplay that I just had no idea. I was never a PlayStation person or an Xbox person, so I never really played those games. Yeah, but I've finally gotten to get into them. And one, it's good research. Two, it's just. Ah, they're so good. The storytelling has gotten so good over the past few years. Yeah, yeah. And you are in the new Bayonetta 3. That's so exciting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of ridiculous stories. Yeah. Yeah, well, how, wild. Did, how did that come about? Um, I just auditioned. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's not the ridiculous story. It's not the ridiculous No, the, the story of the game itself, the plot, I is see. bonkers because it's all multiverse and... Bayonetta is just over the top and wonderful. <laughs> Amazing. How long did you work on the game before it came out? I think it was four sessions. Okay. Yeah. But they were split by like two or three months uh-huh. between them. So about yeah. a year or so. Well, two and then two. So Got it. Yeah, got it. And a few months in between. Wow. Yeah. So what's it like then now playing a game that you're like, hey, that's, I'm like this uh, major supporting character? Yeah, that's uh, definitely the biggest role in a game I've ever had. Really cool. She's like the other playable character in the game. She's, I guess, secondary protagonist, if you will, and just kind of 
mind-boggling. Not a world I was familiar with before, Bayonetta. I played a bit of the second one and, like, watched all the, like, lore videos and cutscenes and stuff in preparation when I found out what it was. (laughs) Now that I'm into it, I'm like, oh, yes. I didn't think it was my kind of game because it's very, like, hack and slash, just, like, button mashing and combos. And I'm like, I'm not pro gamer enough for this. But then I played it. I played through all of Bayonetta 3. And now I'm like, oh. I understand why people like this. I've learned new things with my thumbs. (laughs) Yeah, I'm learning things. Yeah, listening to myself and that is a little weird, but not super weird. Because, like, I've been doing YouTube and voiceovers for so long. I'm very used to listening to myself and editing myself and critiquing myself. Yeah. It's mostly just fun. I'm like, okay, this is final product with a bunch of other people's stuff on it, so... How does, what's your character's voice sound like? Is it, is she in your... She's like me, but a little younger and like edgy, I guess. Uh Uh, She's more punky. Yeah, just somewhere around here and a little, she's really clumsy and trying to be cool, um, (laughs) but very much not cool, just awkward. Uh, And is it Viola? Viola. Viola. Yeah. (laughs) Viola. Which is not what I would have thought when we were recording, uh... The director, Chris Zimmerman, Salter, and I were like, is it Viola or Viola? And the um, the Japanese team said it was Viola. And we're like, are you sure? Yeah. Pretty sure that's the instrument. Because we're thinking like Viola Davis yeah. and stuff. Like, that's the name, right? And they're like, no, no, no. Viola. We're like, okay. Okay. You say so. <laughs> That's so fun. Viola. <laughs> Viola. How was it working with Chris? So nice. Yeah. So lovely. She's wonderful. Since then, I've gotten to her. She does this um, yearly now horse race fundraiser. Yeah. Fundraiser for retired racehorses for Wind Place Home. Gala. Gala? What's the word? Cabaret. That's the Whoa. word. Less fancy than a gala. No gowns. It is at <laughs> A barn. <laughs> Very sandy. More boots than heels. Yeah. More boots. Yeah. But a lot of voice actors and people in that world come to like perform and like Julie Nathanson comes and like sings opera and oh, like pe- someone comes and does comedy and it's just a fun time. That's a voicey people yeah. and friends raising money for horses. That's amazing. <laughs> did you perform? I did this last time. Yeah. <gasps> what did a you? little terrifying. I did oh, alphabet aerobics song by Black Alicious that I've done a couple times on my channel. So it's a rap uh-huh. where each verse is alliteration starting with A, B, C, D, down to Z. So I pick a cartoon character starting with that letter for each letter and go through it. Um, so that's what you did? Yeah. Wow. And I've done it twice on YouTube with different sets of characters. And this time I did it with like a mix between the two. I like picked my favorites from each and like did uh-huh. that version. I'm not used to performing it live, though, so that was a little terrifying, but I did it, and it was fine. People were very nice about it, so it was okay. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes yeah. you just got to do it, you know? I know. The yeah. only way to, like, practice performing live is to actually, like, do it in front of people, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. Especially, yeah. Anything music, live, <laughs> no, I yeah, can't. Yeah, you get in front of people, and, like, suddenly you can't breathe, which is yeah. very important. Yes, so important, Rapping. <laughs> Especially rapping. It's so fast. There's so many words. <laughs> wow. That's so cool. Yeah. So now you, I, I know that you've kind of, you, you're doing more Twitch these days, although still active on YouTube. You're playing a lot of games and, and kind of, are you finding that you just enjoy that more or why why the subtle shift? I think it started, 
I mean, I've been doing it for eight years now, but very inconsistently. And then over the wait, eight years on Twitch. Yeah. Oh my god. I didn't <laughs> but know very Twitch was eight on years and off. On. Yeah. But then pandemic, I live alone, and it was a very good way to like keep interacting with people. Uh, um, yeah. It's it feels less isolating than YouTube. I've been doing YouTube for 10 years straight, so running out of ideas. <laughs> and Twitch, I just get to be and just play games and talk to people. So it, it feels like a lot less pressure. It's just and like hanging out with your friends. Yeah. And just through a pandemic, that's much more appealing. <laughs> so with Twitch, then, you're building, so you have like a, people, do you have like a regular gig or time that you I should but I don't yeah it's just no, whenever you want I can't my schedule's so unpredictable that I feel like if I made a schedule I'd just constantly be breaking it so <laughs> I just feel like I shouldn't and do you do you try to go live x amount of times per week or I don't hold myself mm -hmm. to it it's really just anytime I have the free time and the energy yeah I do it but I right now well, right now, God of War is out, so I've been playing it any free moment I have. So it's been almost every day for a week. But typically, maybe three times a week right now would be my guess. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Anywhere between three hours to 11 hours a day. Amazing. Depending on the game <laughs> and how much it sucked me in. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Bayonetta and God of War both resulted in multiple accidental 11 hour plus streams whoopsie is that yeah. like a super late night for you or is that like well those are the days that i start early uh -huh. yeah normally i start around like 6 p.m 7 p.m and yeah. just go for a few hours but if i start early noon or earlier i'm like in danger of doing an accidental <laughs> very long stream and like ending at the normal end time yeah you know to get like uh alerts or something yeah. <laughs> beep, beep. it has been eight hours <laughs> turn off the tv but it's like I don't have plans tonight. Why would I stop? It's kind of your job. I mean, it's basically yeah. your job. Yeah. Hey guys, this is Allison Packard. Sorry to interrupt, but I just wanted to let you know that if you like the show, please, please, please remember to subscribe to this podcast and leave us a review on iTunes. It really helps us to get heard by more people. Thanks so much. So did you have any funny experiences that happened when you were working on Bayonetta 3? <gasps> funny experiences. I don't know. Not really. There's there's one part where Viola is making fun of Bayonetta and she mocks her. And she's like, man, I'm so glad Bayonetta wasn't here to see this. You've only got nine lives, Kitty. And I just, you know, I had been watching all the Bayonetta games, so I had her voice in my head, so I just did it. But Viola's version, not like a proper impression. Mm -hmm. And that was just first take. She's like, that's it. That's it. We're taking that. Perfect. Okay. Well, don't I forget, you are a professional <laughs> impersonation impersonator, and Viola probably is not. No, she's not. So it wasn't perfect. That's fine that they wouldn't let me do any more takes. <laughs> yeah, and so so now that you're kind of shift, you know, shifting your focus a little bit, and you've been doing more voice acting in addition to all your content that you create. I'm I'm just curious, do you find that it's getting harder to make videos since you've been doing it so long? Yeah. Do you yeah. find like is there pressure, I guess I should say, that because so many of your videos have gone viral, do you feel pressure like if I put something out that is different or doesn't fit yeah, that mold? There's that definitely pressure to keep it 
uh, at least somehow related to a TV show, a video game, something that most people subscribed mm-hmm. attached to something like that and keep it voicey impressionsy in some way. I have had moments where I've stepped out of that, whether it's a... Uh, I, I sort of veered into makeup tutorials and stuff, but oh. I, like, bridged the gap yeah. by narrating it in an, an impression of a character <laughs> or something. There have been a couple times where I just narrated it as myself. I don't think those went as well. So <laughs> funny? Yeah, so there's definitely still a lot of pressure to, like, keep it voices and impression Do you ever feel pigeonholed? Keep it fresh is Mm -hmm. hard, yeah, because I feel like I've done, like, every show that I love already Mm -hmm. for impressions. So I am still constantly digging for, what else can I do? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's the main struggle right now, I think. And do you have a content schedule? Like, what's your average day look like? I did. I had once a week, once every Saturday That's was my very goal before. It is. And then... <laughs> Not like TikTok now. <laughs> yeah. And then the pandemic happened and I just blah, lost motivation to keep up that schedule. And yeah. now it's just, I'm not putting all that pressure on myself to be perfect about the schedule and just be like, if this hurts me the, and the algorithm, it's inevitable and it's fine you can't live your life by the <laughs> algorithm you can't. The algorithm no it's the not algorithm. like i don't want to be mr beast anyway like yeah. what am i trying to be the most subscribed youtuber on the planet no like i want to be a voice actor so i'm just trying to like keep telling myself like it's okay to not mm-hmm. have the perfect schedule and just don't just upload something to upload something and like right. only do it when I have something that mm-hmm. I'm excited to make. And you've made a conscious choice not to be on TikTok, which I yeah. think is interesting. <laughs> yeah. And at this point, I feel like it's been so long that I'm like, well, <laughs> <laughs> it'll be gone by the time I get it. Up and yeah. That's what I keep telling myself is no. like, just when's it going to fade? Out. Please just, just fade. TikTok no. I feel like I, if I was going to do it, I should have like done fine. it in 2020. But I feel like that ship sailed. I know it would do well, but I just... <laughs> it's one more thing on your it's plate. It's another thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm, Cause you're, cause I would it, never upload to YouTube again if I started TikTok because I'd be so focused on that. You need to upload constantly yeah. on TikTok. Short form video content. And I don't think my brain works in short form. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like if it's a video, it needs like to be good and high effort and like YouTube worthy, essentially. But that's not how you need to think when it comes to TikTok or Instagram yeah. reels. And Tessa, Tessa does an amazing job. Yeah, yeah. Good friend of yours does an amazing job. Yeah, and Shelby. Shelby Young. Shelby, of course, yeah. 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 But, um, They're brilliant. <laughs> I, yeah. It's, sometimes it's a lot of, there's a lot of um, work that goes behind that or just a lot of awareness of it, which yeah. sometimes I feel like I'm not present when I'm constantly thinking like, Oh, this I should I should shoot this or like this would yeah. be a good thing or now I have to shoot this. So I have less certainly far less content coming. <laughs> yeah, just uh, with TikTok, it's like you just have to know that like one little thing that's like ten seconds can be enough. Yeah, and like I cannot put my brain there and tell myself that that's enough. So I feel like I would struggle. <laughs> and I mean, it doesn't it behoove everybody to have a few platforms they focus on. Yeah. Or so you've got Twitch and great YouTube. Idea. <laughs> Do you have a Patreon or anything like that? Um, I have Fan House. Okay. Which it feels like less pressure than Patreon because it's not like here are the clear rewards that you will get per tier. It's just like this is a place 
where I'm going to just vomit daily background content. If you want it, you can pay $5 a month for it. You don't have to. Uh-huh. I don't promise anything special. It's just going to be like pictures <laughs> of my dog and like photos that I don't put on Instagram and random yeah. thoughts and things and early content before it goes elsewhere. But it's much more low-key, I feel like, than yeah. Patreon. It sounds like a nice relationship because, you know, as as you grow and as you develop more fans and followers and then suddenly if everybody wants a little piece of your time, then suddenly there's no more time for you. There's no more time for Anna. Yeah. How do you find the balance? <sighs> I don't know. Or do you? Or do you Maybe feel- animals help. Animals mm. and friends. Mm-hmm. I feel like help pull me away from... Career, 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 internet, followers, voiceover, growth in any way. It's just, yeah, Um, my dog, Remus, foster dogs in the past, (laughs) and just social time with friends to help me feel present and Mm -hmm. connected to something other than progress and success. Yeah, isn't it funny? And success is just this moving target, too, that we instantly, once we're at our marker, we've immediately put the carrot further down the line. There's always someone else to compare you to. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you have any tips for viewers that might be having issues with that? Like comparison Yeah. I think just compare yourself to yourself like 10 years ago. And just see, notice how far you have come. Even if it's not as far as you hoped you might have been (laughs) by now, like... Odds are you've still moved forward in some way, and that's, you know, progress is progress. <laughs> yeah. Where we are today was who we dreamed of five years yeah. ago. Yeah. Aww. <laughs> By the way, would you like some more tea? Just let me know if you Okay, I'm halfway. We're good You're right halfway. Now. I'm just, like, chugging. It's herbal, guys, okay? Give me a break. <laughs> so last time you came on the show, you said Dahlia was your favorite character you've ever voiced. Oh, yeah, I had no idea what we talked about then. <laughs> Well, it was on, on Instagram Live, so yeah, it was yeah. definitely a different setup. But who who now? Who takes the cake? Now it's Viola. <laughs> Viola, for sure. Now it's Viola. She's the character I've spent the most time with by far. Have you had like a lot everyone. of people resonate with, with the character? A lot of fans reach out to you? Resonate is an interesting question. I've definitely had a lot of people say what they have said is they recognize her as, like, their teenage selves. They're like, this is who I was as a teenager who went to Hot Topic and was trying so hard to be cool sort of thing. Not so much, this is who I am and I resonate with this, but I've gotten a lot of, that was absolutely me before sort of thing, which is fascinating. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, you tapped into that. Did you feel like she was an easy fit for you when you auditioned for the role? Yeah, I do feel comfy, uh falling into like a punky badass chick sort of thing but then she's also got this clumsy awkward side that Mm. is fun i think the trailers were misleading because you only really saw her being uh punky and trying to be cool and like oh we got to save the world and people are like oh she's a little try hard little cringe but then when you play the game like that's the point. And, like, she's so goofy uh-huh. and clumsy and awkward and not as cool as she's trying to be. And that's a lot more endearing than mm. what 
we thought of her before, which has been fascinating. Oh, I've, I've had a lot of people be like, I've never had such a 180 on a character from trailer versus game. Wow. Yeah. And do you feel like you got that from the audition sides? For those that might not be familiar with audition sides, usually in video games, we don't always get the other person's lines. Mm-hmm. So they're just sort of individual lines with maybe an emotion attached to it yeah. and usually not too much description. There, Yeah, there were no other character lines mm-hmm. in it. I think, yeah, it was just like, here's the context. Like, you just killed this you were just fighting this monster and someone came in to help you and now you're like i could have done that by myself okay like sort of (laughs) that sort of thing it wasn't so much like she is punky and trying to be cool but she's actually awkward it was just like you're trying to come off it i guess it did say you're trying to come off as in control when Mm -hmm. you don't really know what you're doing maybe it did say that i can't remember what the actual breakdown said i know it had the context of the situation Mm -hmm. and it had no other character lines and so was do you feel like that character was similar to you when you were a teen (laughs) no I definitely shopped at Hot Topic, and I still shop at Hot Topic. <laughs> Me too. But besides that, no, I was more n- nerd goody two shoes. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. So this is kind of like a Not fantasy. Not so much trying to be cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's more like a, a, you get to live out an alternate reality. <laughs> Isn't that what we're performing. doing every yeah. day? Yeah. <laughs> it's like living. 36 times as long because you you spend all this time in somebody else's spirit. Yeah. (laughs) If you do it right. (laughs) Yeah. That's the best. (laughs) Yeah. And finding whatever part of that does live in you, even if it doesn't come out much. Thanks for tuning in to Allison's Wonderland, where we explore the wild and wonderful world of animation and video games. Please remember to subscribe and leave us a review. For more episodes of Allison's Wonderland, please visit us at www.allisonpacker.com. See you next week. <laughs>